Hey, 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 playful mompreneurs. It's Shelley Tonkin Smith here today, and I am reflecting on my interview with Ashley Becker Nunley, which you will find in the previous episode. So just to remind you, if you didn't tune into that episode, Ashley is an occupational therapist and she has started her own business as a parent coach. And what really has come out for me in that interview is this idea of focus over FOMO. This is one of what I was going to call the new rules of business, but I'm so sick of the idea of rules. We don't need to play by the rules anymore. We need to play by our own playbook. And so this is not one of the new rules, but rather one of the new plays of business. Another way to play business is to play business with focus rather than the old way of FOMO. And this is one of the themes that I saw coming through in Ashley's interview, focus over FOMO. And uh, for those of you born before me, (laughs) FOMO stands for fear of missing out. You also get something called JOMO, which I learned recently. JOMO is the joy of missing out. And I think I'm far more subscribed to JOMO than to FOMO. And In today's episode, I just want to reflect on Ashley's interview and look at how she has embraced focus and let go of FOMO entirely. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business, a business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them, and then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. So at the very end of Ashley's interview, I asked her what advice she would give to new mompreneurs. And her advice was go your own way in business. Don't feel that you need to follow to the letter a particular coach or it's not even a particular coach. It's like the whole conglomerate of business coaches and online marketing coaches If you need to use one coach as a mentor and as a guide, by all means, go for it. But it's when you are trying to obey all these rules of a whole conglomerate of people and you are not trusting your own intuition that you do start running into trouble. So Ashley talks about letting go of the shiny object syndrome 
of going, oh, this is new, I need to do this. Oh, this is new, I need to do that. And you have this sort of quilt of a whole bunch of different things that you are trying to patch together. And in the end, it's not coherent, you're confused, you're overwhelmed. So that is the way of FOMO. That is this way where we are so worried about what everyone else is doing that we are not focused on what we're doing. And it really is a recipe for disaster. (laughs) So there were a few things that came through to me in Ashley's interview. So I remember her writing to me once and saying, Shelley, look, I I don't want to be spending my time on social media the whole time. I want to be helping people and coaching people. And she was coming from an a context of being an occupational therapist and working with kids and she wanted to work more with parents and she was seeing that to work more with parents she needed to get online and build this online business but then she didn't also want to be on Facebook the whole day and so I thought it was amazing when she told me that she is now on her Facebook group three times a day you guys three times a day I am astounded and blown away but she shared that that came from totally reframing her thoughts around social media you see she was thinking about social media as sitting behind the computer and being very isolated and also showing off and boasting about her life and all those kinds of things that we see the influencers doing until she realized that social media whatever platforms and I'm not the biggest fan of Facebook I don't mind saying but Ashley looked and she saw that that's where her people were showing up on Facebook and that's when she realized that she could just show up on Facebook reframe her thoughts about social media as such and see Facebook and Instagram as simply a place to connect with her audience, to have conversations and to forge relationships with the people in her audience. And she's since extended that into a beautiful email newsletter as well. So open your mind to the the connection to forging those relationships. And you know, later you can just let go of the channel. You can connect with the people and then let go of the channel and then you can carry on with Zoom meetings or emails or in-person meetups or whatever the case may be. But reframe those thoughts and see it not as, oh, I'm becoming this amazing social media influencer or this bragger about how amazing my life is, but rather use social media as the tool to connect with your people. Okay, so the next thing that just made me think of focus over FOMO was when Ashley talks about her family. And she talked about how she needed to remove the teacher hat and put on her mom hat. And as she says, we as moms are wearing a lot of hats, especially at the moment, post-pandemic or during pandemic still. We are wearing so many hats and for Ashley wearing that teacher hat and taking on the role of teacher was burdening her relationship as her son's mother and it was putting undue pressure on the mother-son relationship. And so she had a good 
conversation with the teacher, after having the conversation with Owen's teacher, she then realized that she didn't need to wear this teacher hat, okay? And that his teacher could take on all the teacher responsibilities. And I think so often as moms, we have this feeling of FOMO, of this fear of missing out, but also this fear of not doing enough. Like, I need to be this amazing teacher because now this child is not going to school every day, you know, in lockdowns, in um, stay-at-home orders, in hybrid schooling. And so I need to step up and be this child's teacher because otherwise he is going to miss out or she is going to miss out. And the truth is that nobody's going to miss out. Number one is you need to be mom to that child. So this is for us homeschooling moms as well. I think number one, and it's a journey that I have, I think I've just started on, but I've realized it. Number one, I need to be mom. I need to be that person that my children can come to with whatever fears, with whatever concerns they have, with whatever happinesses that they want to just burst forth with right there and then. And I don't go, it's not time for this now. It's time for, it's time for learning. And I'm not saying that teachers are like that, but there is a certain job that a teacher does. And as homeschoolers, we are also doing part of that job. But I think integral to the best homeschoolers that I'm starting to realize is the ones that first and foremost embrace their role as mom without worrying or let's just at least say managing their worry that they are not doing enough. So don't let the FOMO get to you there. Rather keep focused on the fact that you are the child's mother. You brought the child into the world. That is your number one duty. And what I've learned with homeschooling is they will learn regardless. Children cannot but learn, but they can't get another mother. The third point that I want to bring out, and again, all of these relate to my new play as focus over FOMO. Ashley uses the word, this grippiness. I thought it was such a cool word of when you're so attached to the outcome and you get grippy about it. So it can be so attached to the outcome with your kids of like, oh, he needs to master reading by the end of this year. Or, you know, he needs to know the magic E by the end of the week. So there's the parts with your kids. But then, of course, there's all these parts with us in business where we get grippy of like, I have to make six figures. Or this week I have to... um. I, you know, I have to sign one more client and you get grippy, you get graspy. And that kind of energy is not attractive to the people around you. And it's also energetically, it's just really hard to sustain. So we don't want to be grippy. We don't want to be graspy. And I think that does come out of uh, energy of a fear of missing out, that we then grasp onto these outcomes and these goals that are other people's goals. Because we're like, oh, I must be missing out if my kid is not reading yet. Or I must be missing out or not doing something right if I'm not making six figures this year. Or having a five-figure launch. Or having, you know, even like getting 10 clients. There's this grippiness and this graspiness to an outcome. And sure, we can have these goals. Those are so important. 
and keeps us keeps us focused. But when we get graspy, when also we are attaching our goals to other people's goals, it's not attractive. Whereas, as Ashley points out, this grippy energy, the opposite to that is playfulness. And when you are playful, you are not hanging on to the outcome of something so tightly. You're just playing. And when we're just playing, there's this lightness, there's this playfulness, and that's so much more attractive to clients, to collaborators. And there's just this also humor about the way you do things as testament. There were a lot of Captain Underpants jokes that came out in our interview. (laughs) So if you, you know, if you're not into party humor, sorry about that. But I think what Ashley highlighted for me is this grippy energy comes from this place of fear of missing out. Fear of missing out on what somebody else is doing, the goals that they're achieving. And we don't need to be grippy or graspy. Instead, we can just focus on our goals, focus on what's important in our lives and direct all of our energy towards that particular goal that is truly ours. So you don't need to adopt other people's goals as your goals, rather invent your own goals, come up with your own creative goals that feel good for you in your business and in your life and for yourself as an individual. The other theme that came through is when I asked Ashley about her ideal calendar and about her typical week. And so she was talking about how she needed to actually go and update her ideal calendar. And she had recently done that. She'd gone to update her ideal calendar because she had realized that she was working more than 40 hours a week, which was not her aim. She was aiming to work sort of, I think, more along the lines of 30 hours a week. But because she had employed this beautiful, playful mindset, she was working 40 plus hours a week and it wasn't feeling like work. It was feeling like play. But she did, as she reviewed her ideal calendar, she realized that she was working too much And that she needed to recharge her own battery. And that if she carried on in this way, that she would end up burnt out, you know. I see this as a link to to focus over FOMO, is to keep focused on your time, your energy, your ideal calendar. And not to slip into this 40-hour-a-week kind of model but that can very quickly slip into a 60-hour-a-week kind of model, you know, where you're working crazy hours, where you're pouring everything into your business only, and you don't have those areas of focus in the rest of your life. Because I think this is the interesting thing about focus over FOMO. It's not focusing on one area of your life. It's not like focusing on your business only or not focusing on your children only. All of these things are actually quite dangerous if you're 100% focused only on your kids and, you know, finding all of your self-worth in your kids. We know that there's danger in that. Same thing with your business. If you're 
only focused on your business, then you are pouring all of your energy into your business. That's not healthy either. So what we want to do is we almost want to focus on ourselves as holistic human beings. So you're going to focus on and say your name right here. I'm going to focus on Shelly and I'm focusing on what I want in my life as a whole. You are going to be focusing on what's important to you and on your priorities. So we want to focus our energy and our attention into, yes, or like one aspect of business, knowing that there's a whole other person that is that business. You know, it's you. (laughs) You are the CEO of that business and you need to look after yourself in that business. So you don't want to be splitting your focus across so many areas in your business because then what happens is there's no focus left for yourself and for your self-care, and for your family, and for your community, and your friends, and all the rest of those things outside of your business, your even your clients, your impact, you know, you can be so busy building like this big name for yourself, and this brand for your business, that you actually forget about your clients. Okay, so focus is not just about head down and watching one aspect of your life. Focus is about clearing away the noise. And now this applies to personal, business, family life, everything. Clearing away all that noise. And the noise is the FOMO, right? The noise is what everyone else is telling you to do. And maybe they're not even telling you to do it. They're just doing it. And you think, oh, I should be doing it. We don't need to do that anymore. We can clear that noise out and focus in on our priorities. You are going to focus in on your priorities for your business and for your life. And so I loved how Ashley did that, is that she zeroed in on her ideal calendar and went, okay, wait a minute. My ideal calendar is not actually supporting the focus that I have for the rest of my life, for the time that I want to be spending as mom, as wife, as all the other parts that I want to be giving to the community. I am I'm loving my work. Like it's so cool that Ashley was loving her work so much. She was playing so much in her in her job and just had such a playful attitude in her work. So it didn't feel like work. And she was surprised when she saw that she was working more than 40 hours a week. But that was the point where she needed to refocus. And so my final takeaway that I want to just highlight is I thought it was so cool that Ashley starts each day with journaling about her audience and about her niche and who she's here to serve. And she was saying she would write down at the beginning of each morning in her morning routine, I'm serving parents with children with behavioral problems and helping them to have harmonious family lives. And then she would write about those people that she was serving and write about all the things that she had seen coming up and journal about all of this. And I love that that hyper-focus on her niche, on the people that she is there to serve. And 
that's not going to be everybody, definitely not going to be all parents are not going to fit into Ashley's niche. She's recently gotten very specific about helping parents with a good digital wellness plan that suits them and their families so that they can have a healthy relationship with screen time. So she has gone in and she's focused in on particular problems that her audience, that her people, the people that she's here to serve, are dealing with. And in doing that, she's gotten focused. She hasn't gotten FOMO. She's not there helping all the parents on Facebook going, oh, I'm having a tough time with my kid. She is there going, oh, these parents are having trouble with screen time. Oh, these parents are having trouble with behavioral problems with their kids. And she is helping those parents. She's getting hyper-focused about the people that she helps. And I just love how she's brought in the journaling aspect, the self-care for herself in getting focused about her audience. And in so doing, her self-care is serving the people that she is serving as well. So Looking after Ashley is a good thing for Ashley's clients and Ashley's audience and the people in the Joyful Mama Mentor community. So I think that really sums up the way of of focus that I see coming through in Ashley's business. What I call the, the focus play of playing it with focus, using focus as your strategy rather than using FOMO as your strategy, which is going to have you overwhelmed. It's going to have you feeling anxious. You're going to be comparing yourselves to others. um, And it's just not going to be a good energy to be working from. Rather, focus in on you, your goals, your people, your business, your life, your family. Focus in on that. And believe me, the rest will overflow And you will have that wider impact that I think a lot of us just want. They're like, oh, I just want to serve everyone. I just want to be there for everyone. Let's focus in first. Keep focused on you. Look after you. Look after your family. Look after your clients, the people that are stepping closer. And the rest will bubble over. It will overflow into the rest of the world, the rest of your audience. So for more on Focus Over FOMO, together with seven other plays that I have put together for the Playful Mompreneur, make sure that you are signed up to the Playful Mompreneur Club. You can go to playfulmompreneur.com and on the site, you can go and sign up to be part of the Playful Mompreneur Club, which is my email list. And that's where I'm going to talk a lot more about these things. So I'll share some excerpts from my book, some sort of musings and ideas that I've got in draft form sometimes on my book, blog posts around these different things. But I've got seven new plays for the Playful Mompreneur. So these are not rules, Playful Mompreneurs. These are plays. It's in a playbook. It's not a rule book. I've realized this after talking to these many mompreneurs. I've interviewed a lot of mompreneurs. We've only had a few interviews that I've aired, but I've interviewed a lot of mompreneurs for this season. And so believe you me, they're coming your way. So 
not only subscribe to the podcast, but then as I say, also go and sign up to the Playful Mompreneur Club. And then I'll let you know when I publish a new episode of the Playful Mompreneur, which is generally every week. I've got a few breaks scheduled because, you know, we all need breaks, playful mompreneurs to play and to go on holiday and all the rest of it. But get on the list, put your name down, put your hand up, and I will be sharing with you the new way to play at being a playful mompreneur. So now I'm going to sign off and leave you to go and be playful mompreneurs yourself. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Thank you to Ashley Beckenanli. All her sharing links, places you can go and find Ashley online will be in the show notes, but you can go and search Joyful Mama Mentor on Facebook and let me know what you thought of this episode at Shelly Smith Creative on Instagram, or you can send me an email at podcast at playfulmompreneur.com or go and visit playfulmompreneur.com see all the resources I've got there for you and and then let me know what you thought of this episode questions comments are most welcome thank you for joining me today bye that's the end of our mompreneur play date today but come again soon subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts but the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or tell them to search The Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.